Hello and welcome to News Warrior. This week, I'm going to talk about 20 years of American involvement in Afghanistan and the humiliating withdrawal that the American forces are doing just in 20 years, not winning the war finally and allowing the Taliban to come back, be a resurgent force in Afghanistan, which has been uh, described as a graveyard of empires uh, in the past. What happens there uh, next is something that we'll have to wait and watch. But this week, I'm going to concentrate on the 20 years of American and NATO forces involvement in Afghanistan. Do listen. So as American forces retreat by end of August 2021, my mind goes back to September 9, 2001 which can be named as the origin of the war in Afghanistan. What happened that day? That day, Ahmad Shah Massoud, the leader of the Northern Alliance, also known as the Lion of Panjshir, was assassinated by two assassins posing as camera persons of a television station in his den, in his operations headquarter. Two days later, terrorists attacked America, the World Trade Center, and of course, the Pentagon, and other places in US, killing more than 3,000 civilians. Airplanes were hijacked and as all of you know, the team, uh, the suicide bombers were led by Mohammed Atta, an Egyptian who was an Al-Qaeda member. And this planning was done by Osama bin Laden, who was the leader of Al-Qaeda and of course his closest associates. That brought America into Afghanistan. By October 7, 2001, President George W. Bush sent in the American forces to bomb Taliban strongholds and Al-Qaeda hideouts. That's where Operation Enduring Freedom began, almost 20 years ago. And of course, the airstrikes became a norm for the next few months. Between November 9 and November 14, 2001, most of the strongholds of Taliban fell to uh, American forces as well as the uh, Northern Alliance uh, warlords like Abdul Rashid Dostum, who started advancing on the Taliban headquarters, the Taliban strongholds and drove them away. The Taliban didn't uh, get killed in uh, very large numbers. They just fled to Pakistan. In fact, uh, one of the first battles, decisive battles of that first few months in Afghanistan took place in Herat. And uh, it was made into a movie called 12 Strong. If you haven't seen it, do go and see a movie called 12 Strong where a small band of American Special Forces fighters helped Abdul Rashid Dostum and his ragtag army of a militia going into the Herat stronghold of the Taliban and driving them away. But anyway, beyond that, of course, in December 2001, so Osama bin Laden escaped to a cave complex called Tora Bora and stayed there for almost 15-20 days and before escaping to Pakistan. That was the end of uh, the hunt for Al-Qaeda leadership in Afghanistan itself. Why the American forces didn't take the lead in hunting down Osama bin Laden that time still remains a mystery. And of course, then uh, the first interim government in Afghanistan was uh, sworn in. Hamid Karzai became the first president chosen, uh, selected to lead the interim arrangement that time. And the Taliban of course collapsed as I mentioned. But the Taliban collapsed in the sense that it, they just melted away into the tribal areas of uh, adjoining Pakistan, which has been the enduring problem as far as the war in Afghanistan is concerned. And I'll come to that shortly, why that war 
has been a problem for uh, the United States and the NATO forces. Over this last decade, it's been 20 years as I mentioned, but from 2010 onwards, in fact, uh, if you look at uh, what happened between the first democratically elected government, uh, which was uh, again led by Karzai, in 2004, he was the first democratically elected president of Afghanistan. And then ever since then, the situation in Afghanistan kept on going up and down. Sometimes the NATO and American forces would get an upper hand. Sometimes the Taliban would capture one small town here, province there. And of course, it kept yo-yoing between the way the control of some of these towns were changing hands between the American or NATO forces and the Taliban. The Taliban uh, bided its time. The Americans started helping the Afghan society to rebuild some of the, uh, the infrastructure. Remember, even India has played a major part by investing and pouring in $3 billion of funds into creating something enduring. The parliament building, the uh, dam in one of the provinces, various education uh, initiatives, various training initiatives. India did a lot of what is called a soft power uh, demonstration in Afghanistan for a long-term effect. The NATO and American forces uh, kept on increasing and then decreasing their forces according to the situation. There have been 18 commanders of NATO and American forces between 2001 and 2021. The Americans, uh, of course, had very uh, important and very effective leadership coming in at some point or the other. Stanley McChrystal, for one, who was uh, known as a guru of counterinsurgency, he was uh, made uh, overall commander of the uh, American and the NATO forces. But he had to go out and disgrace, resign, because he gave an interview to Rolling Stones magazine where he criticized Obama administration's uh, decisions on Afghanistan. There was a surge ordered by President Obama in 2009-10, but that didn't help. The Taliban kept uh, mutating, if you may, and uh, coming back or reappearing and trying to take control of some of the remote provinces. General David Petrius, again a hero of Iraq, who brought the situation under control in Iraq, was brought into Afghanistan after Stanley McChrystal. He tried his best. Again, the situation was stable, but beyond that, they couldn't really fully control Afghanistan. We know on May 1, 2011, Osama bin Laden was killed in Abbottabad. He was living right under the nose of the Pakistani army, maybe with their protection, with the knowledge of some of the Pakistani generals. And uh, in fact, uh, that entire operation is described in this book called uh, No Easy Day. And of course, you've seen the movie Zero Dark Thirty, which talks about uh, the background uh, which went into or the background work that went into capturing Osama bin Laden and the raid by the Navy SEALs team, the SEAL 6 a uh, team that went into capturing Osama bin Laden that happened in uh, Abbottabad, which is uh, close to Abbottabad, in fact, uh, is the location for the Pakistani military academy, like the Indian military academy in Dehradun, where Pakistani army officers get trained after being commissioned. Then, of course, in 2011, Osama bin Laden, uh, after his killing, President Obama ordered a surge. So, in October 2011, that is 10 years after the war had started in Afghanistan. The Americans had a presence of nearly 100,000, 1 lakh troops in Afghanistan. They had already spent $444 billion in trying to prosecute the war. And of course, 1,800 soldiers, American soldiers had died in that decade. Other figures are of course available post that decade between 2011 and 2021. 
but certainly the americans have lost about 3000 odd servicemen and women in uh, afghanistan which is nothing compared to what i mentioned last week what happened in vietnam where more than 58000 american troops had died in action in uh, vietnam in that a uh, decade long war by comparison this is an interesting comparison for 20 years the americans have fought in afghanistan they have lost barely 3000 soldiers in vietnam they fought for 10 years they lost 58000 soldiers which shows the advancement of technology and the american change in tactics where the americans were constantly doing air strikes precision air strikes intelligence based operations in afghanistan rather than what they used to do in vietnam so the number of casualties fatal casualties came down in afghanistan but they stayed there longer and yet they couldn't defeat the guerrilla army or the ragtag army of the taliban and now they are leaving in disgrace in a way of course some american uh, journals and american articles are coming out that how the last general to lead the american forces in afghanistan has done it in a very orderly fashion how it is more difficult to withdraw uh, in a orderly fashion rather than uh, get in into a war zone but that's just some consolation because the americans remember left their largest air base and largest base in afghanistan called bagram air base just outside kabul surreptitiously they sort of upped and left at night without handing over the control of the bagram air base to the afghan forces who are fighting resolutely against the taliban and of course the pakistani army remember the taliban is not alone it is supported by the pakistani army the pakistani forces and pakistani arms funding and intelligence support and yet the afghan forces their special forces are trying to capture and recapture some of the towns it's a ding dong battle it's a very uh, tough battle and it may go on the civil war again has erupted in afghanistan it may go on for another 2 3 4 years we don't know and uh, one of the assessments by indian sources and indian intelligence agencies is that the taliban might Uh, get control of some of the rural districts rural areas but it's very difficult for them to capture cities because the afghan forces are well trained and in fact kabul is protected by over 70000 afghan troops well trained well equipped and uh, better sort of positioned troops and the kabul airport which is the most important airport in afghanistan is being protected by turkish forces and of course about 650 american forces left behind by the uh, retreating american forces that's where uh, the uh, the current situation is we don't know which way it is going the talks are going on the taliban uh, made a deal with america in uh, 2020 for a peace agreement but they have not held up their side of the agreement while the americans have uh, fulfilled the condition of withdrawing from afghanistan and president biden who succeeded president trump has uh, now in fact advanced the earlier deadline of september 11 2021 to august end 2021 american forces would have left completely by then the afghans have been left to their own device but remember in this these intervening 20 years two decades the afghan society has changed afghans have become more educated they are more western uh, educated they are more democratically kind of inclined Uh, and of course uh, women have become more empowered in afghanistan they have become pilots they have become uh, educators they have become peace builders they have become ambassadors they are also important uh, officials in the government so it's going to be difficult for the taliban to impose their kind of administration their kind of governance on this changed society afghans are young 
they are aspirational and they do not want to give up that freedom that they have enjoyed in the past two decades. We'll wait and watch how this uh, pans out. But remember what President Ashraf Ghani said just two days ago. He said the Taliban does not have the will for peace. They have the will for war, but they do not know how to adjust to peace. Perhaps that sums up the mindset and the psyche of the Taliban who only know how to create bloodshed, how to kill people, but do not know how to live together, how to cooperate with rivals and how to govern. Perhaps that's where the strength of the Afghan people lie. And that's where I think they will win eventually uh, with the help of other forces uh, in the region. We'll have to wait and watch. It's a very, very fluid situation at the moment. Uh, you know, one of the Indian photojournalists working for Reuters, Danish Siddiqui, was killed uh, by the Taliban when he was embedded with the Afghan special forces in Kandahar. Kandahar has been the key town or the key area where the fighting is uh, happening. Uh, that was an unfortunate uh, loss of life there. But uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles as far as war correspondents and war photographers are concerned. Many of them have died in the line of duty. Danish is uh, just the latest in the line of uh, such heroism or such uh, sacrifice or I would say such risk-taking uh, journalist. But uh, as I said, Afghanistan is not stable and it may not remain stable for a long time to come before it uh, actually uh, becomes uh, fully in control of either side, either the current government or the Taliban's. We'll have to wait and watch. We'll see how it pans out. But I thought I'll just flag this journey of 20 years of the American forces, Operation Enduring Freedom, which started in October 2001 and where the Americans have come in these 20 years. That's all I have this week. We will bring you interesting episodes, maybe some unknown facts. And uh, of course, you know where to reach us. Give us feedback, give us comments, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, our social media handles are always there to give you the updates. Until the next time, it's goodbye.